Hey, welcome to another episode of the Hayes Hustle Podcast. It's Throwback Thursday. It's Coach Hayes. I'm in the house. It's Therapy Thursday. Therapy Thursday, Throwback Thursday, they all the same. Hello, hello, hello. I hope everybody's having a fantastic day. It is time to get popping today. It's Thursday. Look, I'm repping the, our new spot, our sponsors, the new t-shirt. We was making merch this weekend. Posted some of it on our Instagram. If you have a chance, take a look, click on there and take a look at it. We, uh, it was fantastic being able to make some merch. And now I'm being able to wear it and then we'll be able to sell it. The process is real. Step by step, man. Step by step, we build it. Step by step, we build it. Next will be the Hayes Hustle merch. And I'll have a Hayes Hustle sticker right here. And we're going to start branding this son of a gun for real. I learn as I go, man. The, the, the number one thing, watch out for those guns. The number one thing is I want to make sure that, that I'm bringing uh, quality content. That I'm actually giving you something that's real. So as we build all the, the great add-ons and all this kind of stuff. Meanwhile, I can sustain you with great conversation. Giving you free game. Um, before as we build this thing up I mean literally build it up build up things that you're going to get for free on our podcast all the time and then give you some extras that you can dive in for the people who want to be a part of the hustle gang we got ways that you can really you know from our from our Patreon uh, club that's coming out and the different levels that you can be involved you can have access to, to, the, to you know to me to our lifestyle, to what we cooking, what I'm eating, uh, how I'm, how we grilling, how we chilling, the whole deal. It's fantastic. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. It just it's just a pleasure to be able to grow. I couldn't wait to go. I couldn't wait to get on this thing today. This is how I know that in the end it's going to be such a success because I love doing it. I love doing it for free. I love doing, even though we just we we did get our first sponsorship. Big shout out, big shout out to Temptation Freshies, Temptation Air Freshener. Check them out on Instagram. Big shout out. Might as well get our sponsors out of the way right away. And it's just been a pleasure working with small business, a small business with uh, a young man with a big idea. That, that's what small business is all about. That's what support small business is all about. You know, people got big dreams, got a small business. It takes big support to make that happen. You know, big ideas, big collaborations. And, and you know, when you collab, and remember this to all the entrepreneurs out there. When you do any collaboration, everybody always wants their hand out. Everybody always wants their hand out. But make sure, you know, you're partnering with somebody or collaborate with somebody that for one is it's beneficial for both of y'all no losers but the other thing if you know you just got to make sure that it aligns with what you're doing and make sure that person wants the best for you and your brand it, especially if you ever take an investment if you take an investment Make sure that person is not trying to use your gifts just to make them money. If that's the key, forget about it. I, that could be mutual. I mean, that could be all right. 
But a lot of times it takes somebody that sees them and sees you and themselves and they want you to be successful and they'll give you some free game and they'll give you a, a you know, not, you know, not like you're looking for a handout, nothing, but they'll both, you know, I don't know, teaching you, mentoring you, showing you, guiding you. That's what I like to do with the young business owners. And 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 Justin is one of them. I, I know him for a long time. And I'm, I want to be that same type of person for him. Is I want to be able to, I want to be able to help him. Just the same thing I'm telling you. Make sure you got somebody that's that's come on your team that goes. Hey, listen, man, I can help you get this thing really rocking and, and get you get your life going the way you wanted to go. That's the ultimate goal. It ain't got nothing to do with how much I can make. I I know that I can help this dude be successful. I know that we can partner up and do some things and and collaborate and do some things. And if and and I want him to be great at it. Because I actually love to do, you know what I'm saying? Like that that's that that's real talk. I don't wanna get, you know what I mean, like gotta be real. Gotta be real. So big shout out to uh Temptation Air Freshener. Check them out, Temptation Freshies on Instagram. Big shout out to Hey Sports Performance. Hey Sports Performance. Turning potential into performance for the last twenty years. So I make my rep. So I make my reps, sent over 500 kids to college, three over 300 D1, another 200 to D2, D3, NAIA, JUCO, all around the world, overseas ball, we everywhere, kids everywhere. It's funny to run into kids from just everywhere. I'd be on the field training somewhere or out dinner somewhere or out to lunch somewhere. Like, coach, coach, coach. When you've been doing it for so long, it's just so many kids, you know, or somebody interacting my story that I haven't talked to in 10 years that I sent to college a long time ago or, you know, just insane. It's, it's, it feels like absolutely a blessing. And then there's some kids that I helped that it's just crazy to see how, there is no, you know, there is no follow up. There is like, you know, I helped them. They got what they needed from me. There is no real thank you. There is no, but it teaches you a real lesson. Be be thankful for the then, for the now, at the time, you know, love the kid. And, you know, sometimes you love the kid, but you hate what they do or hate how they act or hate what they become. But you love the kid. I got some kids like that, but that ain't got nothing to do with me. They got that got more to do with you know environment that they grow up in, parental guidance, and got shit to do with me. So, but it's you know it's a shame. Some life lessons, some kids that you know I'll leave it alone. Don't want to go there. Throwback Thursday with Coach Chase today. Talking some talking some story time today. Getting ready to take a journey back in time today. Journey back in time. Our last sponsor of the day, Bridge City Fam. Bridge City Fathers and Mentors Program, a nonprofit program. I am the founder, the general. 
I am here, man, to save the youth. I'm here to save the at-risk youth. That's my deal. So, Bridge City Fam, Bridge City Fathers and Mentors Program, we are here. We're just building. And, um, you know, we want to build a bridge for at-risk youth, for single parents who need resources. We want to be able to get these resources and 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 be able to relate and, and peer mentor and and implement these things and create a bond, create a relationship, create a system where we are healing uh, and creating wellness in some of these kids that need that need help. Big little story, but it's crazy. Yesterday, I feel like just a blessing, man. Yesterday, I'm at my daughter's volleyball game. I mean, volleyball uh, camp. She's at volleyball camp. She's doing fantastic. Kavina, my youngest, Pippa, we call her. Is her nickname, but Kavina, she's at the volleyball camp. She's in the seventh grade. She's getting down to volleyball camp. Honestly, she's the best one at the camp. There's about 100 girls there. And it's all like, you know, I don't know, seventh and eighth graders. I, I believe, and I, I'm, of course, I'm her father. So, of course, my, 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 my word is biased, but I believe she was the best one at the camp. Passing, hitting, serving, all that type of stuff. So, Coaches were really up on her and, hey, are you going to come to school? Now, we don't plan on going to the school. She's having a camp and we just look for work. You having a camp over there, we signing up. You know what I'm saying? My, my kids, need, we always working. So, um, coaches were all up on her. It was great. I'm in the crowd. I, I sat and watched the whole thing. Film, film practice, film her little warm-up, film her in her stations and all that stuff. So, so her mama and all her, all her siblings can see her at practice. And then, you know, I want her to feel like a big deal. That, that's a, a part of being a dad is, man, making your kids feel like they're a big deal. Treat them like they're a big deal. So so this is one thing for our nonprofit. I'm just this, this crazy blessing. I need to, this will be on testify. I'll be testifying about this on Tuesday. <laughs> but I was, I'm in the crowd and a father comes up to me. He says, hey, hey, are you Kevin's dad? I'm like, yeah, how you doing? Uh Nice young, nice man. You know, he he about my age, uh, Asian gentleman, uh, Asian American gentleman. Uh, got his wife there. Uh, got his other. Got his younger son there. But his daughter's on the court. She's the same age as my daughter. I guess they go to the same school. They know each other, and they out there kind of hanging with each other. So he comes up to me and said, "Man, Kevin is your daughter." I'm like, "Yeah, she's my daughter." So he was like, "Man, she is fantastic. She is good." So I'm like, "Oh man, listen." I try to make people not feel so bad because Kavina's sister plays Division One volleyball. She's the captain of the volleyball team in college. So I'm a trainer. Like, she's been doing this stuff her whole life. So sometimes people start comparing their kid to my kid, and it's really not fair when it comes to athletics. They they have the advantage. I am the advantage. You know what I'm saying? So so I, I, try, to, I try to put a damper on that. Like, oh, well, don't worry about it, man. This, you know, just, just what we do. You know, don't, you know. So I thought maybe – Maybe he was hitting me up for some training. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hey, maybe we should get your girl training. And that's always a blessing. That's that's the way my stuff works all the time, right? So, okay. So, yeah, he was like, yeah, let's get some training in. Okay. But then he was like, um, so you you training business? He said, maybe you can help one of my clients. Um, I, I should have really said this for Tuesday. Jeez. Um, <laughs> he told me, uh, he said, maybe you can... Uh, Maybe you can help one of my clients. One of my clients really want to get into 
the field that you're in. I'm like, well, you know, I, I talked to him. He was like, well, you know, he played college basketball for a couple of years and, and, and then, you know, got into a little trouble or something like that and, and, and now need a little guidance, get on the right track. And, and I'm like, you know, what I didn't think is I was thinking about helping all these kids from 13 to 18 was the fact that there's grown men that need my guidance, which I'm all good with. I love that. I just want to know where God want to use me. You know what I mean? That, that That's my number one goal is to find out where does God want to use me. So he started telling me that, yeah, man, I got several clients that I could send to you if you, you wouldn't mind mentoring them. And I'm like, well, well I, I do run a business. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time to just be having these meetings with all these people all the time. But what kind of people are you talking about? What's up? Come to find out, he's a lawyer, big time lawyer, and works with people on you know big time crimes, personal crimes, and uh, you know getting people off of serious serious crimes, you know attempted murder, a murder, um, assault, things like that. But people they need to change their life, and, and they they got skills, they're talented, but they really have no way. They feel trapped. I'm the trap trainer, dog. Like, let's go. I'm the trap trainer. So I start thinking, uh oh, God, God might be inter, you know, intervening in my life and kind of changing a little bit of where I'm going or who I'm helping or or, or broadening my uh, umbrella of who I'm helping. Next thing you know, this dude was talking about, well, let's set up a meeting. Let's let's me and you, you know, let's go have lunch next week and let's talk about how. I told him I got a nonprofit, but honestly, I'm so new in the nonprofit space. We don't have any funding. We don't have anything. We're just out trying to do stuff and <laughs> just trying to do work and, and kind of figure it out. Just like the podcast, kind of figure it out as we go. I got books on nonprofit. I'm looking at videos. I'm doing all kind of shit. But so I'm, I'm going to figure it out. Uh, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're, we're, st we're, st we're still working on it. Um, uh, and, and that's the truth. We're just... We're just figuring this thing out. So when I told him that, he was like, well, man, I'm a lawyer. I, I, I said, I'm looking for a grant writer so I can get some grants and we can get some things funded. I got a, I got a lot of big ideas and, you know, websites in place, people in place. I got mentors in place. I got everything in place, but we ain't got no money in place. So, you know, everything is bootstrapped. Everything comes from my pocket, you know. And so he was like, listen, bro, we got to get together. You got, you don't understand. I know how to access all those funds. I know how to, you know, as you being a black nonprofit, uh, the, the, you know, the money is endless. So let's get together. Let's work this shit out. Plus I wanted to train my kids, but I, I got some more ideas. My, my wife is a chiropractor. Maybe we get together and, and put something together, like something on the big scale. I'm like, what? Like, what, what are you talking about? Like facility shit? Like, what, what are we talking about doing? Next thing, I mean, we talking some big talk off of a conversation that happened at a volleyball game. So we exchanged numbers, set a date. And so uh, next week, I will report to you on how it goes. And this and this is a big thing for all for all you hustlers out there. For all you hustlers out there, all you entrepreneurs, all you all you kids who are trying to go to school and, and recruit, how can you turn a conversation? How can you turn a handshake into an opportunity? That's real talk. Sometimes you have a conversation with somebody, and it's a coach, and the coach, oh, man, you look you look fantastic, man. I love your arm, and then you just go around feeling great about that. It gave you this 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 sugar high, but you forgot to turn that into a meal so you can eat.
You're just a sugar high because you're going around talking about, oh, man, the coach said this, the coach said that about me, the coach said that. Should have followed that up with a thank you, coach. And uh, I'm coming to the camp, and here's my series, some film. And then you write and build a relationship off of that, turn that into a recruiting opportunity. Whether that's a job, whether that's uh, somebody trying to um, – you know, we're trying to get finance and whether that's a, a girl, you meet a girl and she wink at you or something like that. And you turn that into a, you know, I, I bought her a coffee and, and, and you know what I'm saying? And got her number. And it, it's really, you know, turning. That's how you turn 15 cent to a dollar. So when you hear people talking about hustler, that's how you do it. You got to turn a handshake, man. And, and, and to a, a, a to a real opportunity. So that's what I'm working on. I'm working on. Hey, and the thing about it is, I didn't make this happen. As you as you hear this conversation, I just think it's crazy that in life we try so hard to make stuff happen, and I think when God is ready for things to happen, He just send the answer to you, <laughs> which is very frustrating because you think you in control. You ain't in control of shit. You're working your ass off to be in control. You're working your ass off to get this degree and that degree. And that I got to get this job and get this promotion. And when it seems like when you get to a certain level of personal development, God just continue opening up doors. Ain't got shit to do with how hard you work. You know, or, you know, how many, I don't know. I, I, I honestly believe that. I honestly believe that. Every time I be trying to figure out answers to all these problems I have and all these big dreams that I have and how am I going to make this happen where I'm in A, how the hell am I going to get to Z? Just like I tell y'all, that that's what causes anxiety and depression. So uh, instead of worrying about it, I just kind of work on it and I envision and I meditate and I keep working on it. And not one time have I ever solved a fucking problem. Every time I needed one of these big ass problems solved in my life, the, like the big mo- momentous problems, right? Somebody, God has sent me an answer. Straight up. Straight up. I ain't never solved shit. I worked my ass off. I wanted, I prayed, I did all this kind of shit. But I really ain't made nothing happen. I ain't made nothing happen. God, bro, he did what he ready for it to happen. He just make it happen. He just send them. That's why I got to be. That's why I got to talk about it all the time, because I feel like if you don't kind of cast it, don't talk about it. He don't let nothing good happen to you because you want to sit around, act like it's all you. Oh, I'm fresh. I made that happen. Nah, I'm telling you the truth. I ain't make a damn thing happen. Everything I have, my house, my everything, nothing I did I make happen. God made all of it happen. And it's, uh, I'm, just, I'm just telling you the truth. I didn't mean to testify on Thursday, but I'm going to come back with that on Tuesday. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, let's get to the story day. Let's get to the stories today, man. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm taking it back to the, some early days, man. Just want to paint y'all a picture of a uh, of an early, early time. <laughs> I'm kind of giggling, man, because one of these stories, bro, this story right here. Is not cool, okay? Because I know a lot of people are probably gonna be gagging uh, off of this because this this is just really not cool. But I remember when I lived in St. Louis when we was kids. I, I, we probably was. Um, I had to be third grade. We talk about third graders, right? And so in St. Louis, we all lived with my grandmother. Everybody lived in my grandmother's house on on Warney. Okay, we all lived on Warney. 
and uh, I'm just going on on my mic. So I was going on my mic. Okay, there we go. We all lived on Warney. It's like say 15, 20 people in the house. Like I, me and my cousins all lived in one. We all shared a bedroom. We all lived in one bed. All slept in one bed. One one at this. We you know, one person's head at this side, then the head at this side, and the other person's head at the other side. That's how we slept. Um, me, Wayne, and Mark. That's that's who it was. My name was my nickname was Buddy, in St. Louis. My cousins, people know him as Greg, but we call him Wayne in our family. And then my cousin Tyrone, who's passed away, R.I.P. Uh, they called him Cowboy. We called him Mark. So we were the youngest three cousins, and we shared a bed in in this house. And we did everything together. We did everything together. And so one of the things we used to do together was there was a corner store one block away from our house that we would go to play video games. You scrap up, you know, uh, uh, bottles and cans. So if you got five, you know, right back then recycling was worth a nickel. So you we would, you know, get five cans or get change around the house or you try to get paid for going to the store so we can have some money to play video games. Twenty five cent, you know, that was that was big, the quarters. So Pac Man was down there, um uh uh Donkey Kong. I Donkey Kong's my favorite. So so I used to love going down there. So <laughs> So me and my cousins, man, like there was a daily occurrence that we walked to the corner store and played video games every day. You know, whether you only have one quarter, sometimes we only have one quarter. Sometimes our our auntie or uncle would say, here's a dollar a piece. So everybody would have four quarters. That was it. That was fucking it, bro. And so uh, when we would go down there, the summertime in St. Louis is scorching, scorching, 100, you know, 100 degrees every day. And it's all concrete. There's no like, there's not a lot of trees, not a lot of grass. At the park it is, but in the regular neighborhood, no, 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 no. It's a lot of concrete, a lot of brick buildings. So it's the heat is unbearable. So, um, so one thing we do in the summertime is go down there, go to the corner store and get ice cream. Everybody do that, right? Ice cream. One thing that's really weird about me is I love the smell of the ice cream chest. You know when you open up the ice cream chest in the do this next time. When the next time you go to the supermarket, if you never did this, smell the ice cream. Just open up and smell that cream, that smash, that fresh ice cream. That smell I love. Okay, I've always loved, always 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 will. So, me and my cousins would walk down to the store and we would sm- and, and we would go in and play video games. And while we was playing video games, I would go and and the dude knew I was weird like that. The dude who owned the store, I'd be like, "Man, I'm finna go smell this ice cream." He'd be like, "Oh my god, bro, you know, hurry up and don't let my ice cream uh, thaw out." I'm like, "All right, sweet." I would go in there, literally smell, smell, smell. Now here's a problem, man. This is this where the disgusting part comes in. So I. I didn't know smelling the ice cream. I would get tempted and tempted. I wanted to eat the ice cream. I wanted to eat the ice cream. I really did. That's the only thing I wanted to do. I'll be smelling it. I didn't have enough money to play video games and eat and have ice cream. That was the dilemma. That was the dilemma. So every time, even though a lot of times I wanted the ice cream, I would always choose the video game. Always choose to play the video game because you could play it for. I had a dollar. 
depending on how you did in the video game, you could be going for out. You could be going for a long time on four quarters. We used to maximize our time. Like shit, that that one quarter lasts like twenty minutes because I, I had like an extra man and we was going and you know secrets to the game. So, <laughs> so I just remember, I just remember at some point I got, I got desperate or bold enough to go into this ice cream chest. And what I started doing was unwrapping what, what I loved was that vanilla ice cream wrapped in the chocolate. Right. So I would go in there and I would the crunch bar it was a crunch ice cream bar something like that bro i would go in there unwrap it the first time i ever did it unwrapped it i took a fucking bite out of it i tried to finish the whole thing but i knew the dude was close to me so i wrapped it back up i put it back in there and i went back to playing video games thinking okay i got my ice cream fixed and i got to play a video game so I did this. My my cousin's like, you got away with that shit. Oh my God, I can't believe you did that. So we got back home. They all laughing and shit. They all like, you know, it's a big secret in our house. That's what I did. Well, I started doing this. I start this to start being my every time we go down there to play a video game, which was every fucking day. Every time we went down there, I would compromise one of the ice cream bars right <laughs> go back there it take like eat like half of it wrap it back up put it back in there that's the disgusting part right i don't even think i didn't even think about how disgusting it was until i start actually telling the story <laughs> that i probably should have my ass kicked for that no doubt about it okay i should probably have my ass kicked now I'm thinking about covid and all this old germs and shit like that probably was pretty bad but so every day i would do this every day i was getting away with it it was like two weeks I did this. Nobody was catching on to this. So I'm, I like even had it in another store. Like I was, this not only my corner store. I had tried this in another store and got away with it. So I was like, oh, this is, I'm golden. These motherfuckers have no idea. I can get away with this all the time. Even my cousins wanted to try it, but they were so scared. And people, they did, they knew that I was weird for smelling the ice cream. Well, what I didn't know, <laughs> check this out. <laughs> you know how when you go in the store, and you're on one side, the grocery stores or whatever it is, there's a backside that, that they have to stock everything up, right? So they literally can be standing in there. I had no fucking clue. I thought they stocked it from the outside and that was it. Like, you know, um, so if they wasn't right there with me, they couldn't be around. So, all right. Think, think about my head being all the way in the freezer. I've cut. I've put the thing on my head. My cousins are over there playing Pac-Man. They're over there, hurry up, get over here, man. It's your turn, it's your turn, it's your turn. I'm like, all right, hurry up. Oh, here I come. Here I come. I got to smell, smell the ice cream real quick. I run over there. I open up. I open up the bar. I open up the bar. And when I open up the bar, as soon as I open up the bar, I hear a voice. And it's a voice in back of the back of the thing where like literally that eyes looking at me through the freezer because I didn't know that they was there was a room back like a big freezer that there was <laughs> no idea. It was like, what in the fuck are you doing? I was like, oh, man, I was terrified. I was terrified. Then they came out. They came out, locked me in. You've been stealing. 
you've been stealing. You are no longer welcome here. We're going to tell you. Now, my, my worst nightmare, they could say all that shit. I don't care. I could never have to come back. There was a there was another store like like 10, 10 blocks away that I had to start going to instead of going back to the store for a while. Um, because the only thing I was scared of and what he really threatened me was, was I'm going to tell your dad. I know who your dad is. I'm going to tell your dad. Bro, nothing scared me more than you're going to tell my dad that I was down here stealing. That if he found out that, and literally, my dad did, you know, years and years later, when we was adults, my cousins retold this story to my dad. And my dad said, man, I can't. Yeah, years later when my dad heard about that story, he was not very happy. Not, I mean, years later, I was a grown-up. He was so mad that I had actually been <laughs> sneaking in stores and 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 eating ice cream and but that the mom he wouldn't give me enough money, bro. <laughs> he wouldn't give me enough money. That's real talk. Throwback Thursday, man. Got a um uh just you know I struggle so much with what story to tell on here. I have so many stories. That's why I'm so happy that we're giving that extra footage um, and starting to tell some extra throwback Thursday, uh, throwback Thursday stories because my therapy uh, demands that I give more. I need to give more. I have too many stories, too many. I mean, it seems like it, it's a, <laughs> it's a, I just have so many experiences I haven't been here for so long. Maybe that messed us the problem, but I had just a colorful childhood, and and it was it was absolutely magnificent. I got a bonus. We're gonna we're gonna again. I'm finna I'm finna start getting into because I got too many stories. So remember, we are going to have extra stories for Throwback Thursday. I'm just gonna unload, and we're gonna release them slowly but surely to all of our customers that. Um, want to get on and hear more stories, want to be entertained by the stories, want to take a leap back, want to take a leap. And some of this is like just been in a, you know, like a time machine. You just want to be somewhere and, 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 and sit back and, and, you know, live through me for a little bit. That's the case. Get ready because we got some good stuff for you. Listen, this is Throwback Thursday. This is Coach Hayes, the Trap Trainer on Therapy Thursdays. Thank you for training. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for doing therapy with me. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your love. I appreciate you. I hope you have a fantastic day. Tap in tomorrow on Fatherhood Friday. We're going to put it in so you can finish it out. Hope you have a fantastic day. Peace out. <laughs>